Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. I'm Eric Gao, and we are now beginning our tour of Asia. With me today on the air is Ambassador to Mongolia Ali Yang. Ambassador, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone in Taiwan, and thank you for having me, Eric. Uh, Ambassador, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, what brought you to your current post in Mongolia? It's a great honor to serve as the representative of the Republic of China to Mongolia. I'm a career diplomat, and before coming to Mongolia, I was the deputy director general of the Department of West Asia and Africa at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. I have previously held posts in Kuwait and Jordan, so I guess my current posting can be partially attributed to my work experience. Economically and culturally, Mongolia and Taiwan have many common interests. As ROC representative to Mongolia, I will do my best to use every opportunity to build up relations between the two countries and hope this eventually translated into a firmer friendship and a greater cooperation. Thanks to the efforts of the government and the people in both countries, our cooperations in areas such as education, public health, humanitarian aid, and trade has been increasingly productive. Now, Ambassador, I'm sure most people in Taiwan have at least heard of Mongolia, but they probably don't know too much about it. Uh, can you describe the country to us, please? Okay. Mongolia is the 19th largest and the most sparsely populated independent country in the world, with a territory of 1.5 million square kilometers and a population of just 3 million people. Over the centuries, Mongolia has traditionally herded cattle and horses, and they still move around the country following the old nomadic way of life. Traveling to Mongolia, you should not miss a concert of the mystic and the enduring throat singing. A stay in a yurt with the hospitable nomads will be an unforgettable experience. For travelers from Taiwan, Mongolia represents an ancient civilization as well as an exotic land far removed from their everyday life. The capital, Rambatar, is Mongolia's most heavily populated place, with half of all Mongolians living there. Uh, Ambassador, what makes Mongolia, you know, different and unique from the rest of the world? Well, what makes Mongolia unique, I would say, is just how pronounced the contrast is between the modern and the traditional. In Rambatar especially, the bustling streets are full of fancy cars, trendy restaurants, and boutique stores. But the locals still go to great lengths to preserve traditional culture and customs. Mongolia is also one of the few places in the world where nomadic life is still pervasive. Approximately one-third of the population is nomadic or semi-nomadic, raising about 56 million heads of livestock. Just a few kilometers away from Ulaanbaatar, herdsmen still live a simple and quiet life in Mongolian years, just as their ancestors did a thousand years ago. Mongolia is a beautiful country with a rich cultural tapestry that weave together scenes like the marine horse, which means the horse-head fiddle, homing means the throat singing, and other art forms that are both fascinating and uh, exotic. These have been listed by UNESCO as part of the humanity's intangible cultural heritage. Mongolia is uh, known as the land of the eternal blue sky because it enjoys 
over 250 sunny days a year. It's also known as the land of horse, and the Mongols have a reputation for being the best horsemen on earth. So horse riding, camel riding, hiking, or just staying with nomads is a lot of fun. If you go, that's one thing that should be on the must-do list. Generally speaking, Mongolians are hospitable and respectful to foreigners. That said, foreigners can be the target of pickpockets. Uh, Ambassador, you mentioned uh, you know the throat singing concerts and staying in yurts. Uh, what are a few of the other uh, highlights of Mongolia? Things that travelers absolutely must see if they do go visiting. Uh, for the first time traveler, I highly recommend visiting Mongolia during the Nadam festival. It is the ideal time to get a close look at Mongolia culture and traditions. The event is held in mid-summer, from July 11 to 13. The biggest uh, Nadam activity takes place in the capital's national sports stadium, where audience can watch an opening ceremony featuring costumes from different uh, ethnic groups, traditional dance, singing, horse writing, and so on. After the ceremony, there are competitions in Mongolia's national sports, such as wrestling, archery, and horse racing. The Nadam holiday is the peak season for tourism, with tens of thousands of foreign tourists descending on the country. So travelers are reminded to book their flights and the hotels as early as possible. And Master Yang, uh, how are ties between Taiwan and Mongolia right now? I mean, what kind of relationship do we have with them? Uh-huh. Uh, since Mongolia transformed into democracy in 1991, Bilateral relations between Mongolia and the ROC have improved steadily. The uh, establishment of representative office in Ulaanbaatar in 2002 and the Mongolian office in Taipei in 2003 definitely paved the way for greater exchanges and cooperation. Due to the collective efforts of our governments and peoples, we have developed a strong substantive ties over the past 10 years. Taiwan has become one of the priority destinations for Mongolian students looking to study abroad. Currently, there are more than 1,000 Mongolian students pursuing higher education or learning Mandarin in Taiwan. Over the past few years, Mongolia has enjoyed the dazzling two-digit economic growth. With encouragement from the Mongolian government, I see great potential for Taiwanese businessmen in this uh, emerging market especially in the mining, organic food, and the SME sectors. Over the past year, six Mongolian provinces have sent delegations to Taiwan to purchase turnkey equipment and promote investment opportunity in their provinces. I sincerely encourage my fellow citizens to come visit Mongolia and explore the promising business opportunities. Ambassador, that pretty much wraps it up for today's program. Uh, why don't you say uh, goodbye to our listeners in the Mongolian tongue? In Mongolia, locals greet each other by saying Senpeno, which means how are you? And goodbye is Bayarta. So Bayarta everyone, and hopefully see you in Mongolia one day. We've been speaking with Ambassador Ali Yang. Ambassador, thank you for joining us on the show today. My pleasure. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. For more episodes, head on over to the ICRT webpage or to iTunes, where you can find the Taiwan Abroad podcast. I'm Eric Gao, and thanks for tuning in this morning.